magnificent football Monday edition of You Better You Bet rolls on Nick and Ken and you here on the BetQL Network. Great to be on Stadium. We'll be here on Stadium for the next hour of the show. Watch Stadium.com and a bevy of other places. Also great week two of the satellite era here on You Better You Bet. It's great to be on Sirius Channel 217 and XM Channel 205. The Whale Capper, our friend Drew Densick, NBC Sports batting analyst, will stop by in 20 minutes. Give us his thoughts on Week 6 in the National Football League. Excited for Drew to join us. He'll also give us his takes and his bets for Monday Night Football tonight with the Packers and the Raiders. We will get to Lochmas. Ken Barkley going to tell you how to bet national championship in college football. And all our bets for tonight in the two Major League Baseball playoff games with the Phillies and Braves, the Dodgers and D-backs, coming up in the final hour, power hour of the show, as well as our bets Side total and that royal prop king for the Packers and the Raiders on Monday Night Football. But for now, we continue our initial handicap of Week Six in the NFL, and we'll continue on with the Niners and the Browns. And we talked about this game to end hour number two, right? With the uncertainty right now about Deshaun Watson, Adam Schefter saying he'll be surprised if Watson doesn't play, but Kevin Stefanski, Browns head coach, kind of declining to say whether or not Watson will definitely be on the field on Sunday. Ken did a great job detailing like the weather concerns as well with the wind coming in off the lake. We see this multiple times per year with Cleveland causing the total to drop now. The first digit of three, 39 at our show sponsor, Bet MGM. So we went to break, Ken, and you said that you are going to try and like develop a case or want to bet the Browns at some point this week. Obviously, you need Watson in order to do that, not Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Like, it's pretty likely that the Niners are a little overvalued after their 42-10 demolition and humiliation of the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. So I'm going to create a scenario, right, that I actually think is realistic, and I think we might see, which is maybe Watson like doesn't practice on Wednesday, maybe limited practice on Thursday, and then he's not on the injury report, the final injury report. You get the all clear that he's good to go. So, like, if and when that happens, what do you think the point spread will be? And what do you think you'd want to do in that instance? I, I mean, I think the market right now is clearly like a Watson number, right? I mean, this I, this isn't, I think, remote based on the one game we have of Dorian Thompson-Robinson. I don't think we're anywhere close to what this would be if he ended up playing in the game again. I mean, you guys were joking in the chat while I was having my dinner like what number you would bet the Niners up to <laughs> like Tyler's at 21. <laughs> I just, I mean, why not? Like, did you see him play the Ravens? And this is the Niners like yikes. So that one's easy, right? He doesn't, he, Dorian Thompson Robinson plays for what route for plays for Watson. Rather you just, you, you bet San Francisco or you don't bet the game probably or something like that. Maybe you take the Browns team total under, especially if the weather is going to be bad. Uh, okay, cool. Watson plays, but you're never really sure what the condition is. That's the situation you're creating. We're never going to have like, he's 100%. We're never going to know until he plays what it is. So it's going to be like ambiguous and okay, not on the injury report. That also doesn't mean like the shoulder's great or it's not prone to be aggravated at some point during the game. And the game ends if he leaves the game. And I'm not, he's not even that good this year, but the game, like the game ends if DTR comes in, like the game is over and the Niners win. Um, as long as they're not up, like, you know, the Browns aren't up four touchdowns when he comes out, uh, out of the game. So like, I, I like the Browns at this number, kind of like the concept of the Browns at this number. Like I get the Niner, I get to fade the Niners off that game in, and let's be weird. Like it is, it is a little bit of a spot, like beat Dallas by a ton market, very interested in you. Now you like open a big number on the road and this was never going to be the number all year. Okay. Like that, that's a little interesting. The, the Niners are sort of like a, an interesting team. They're between two zones right now. They're either going to be like the one seed 
you know, win some games, one seed, two seed, like they're a really good team, they're you know, going far in the playoffs, they're either like in that spot or they're like a historically good team. And we don't know which one it is yet. Like, is it the 12 and 5, 13 and 4 really good team? Or is it like you may lose once all year or like if you're really realistically you're never going to go undefeated playing 17 but like that kind of a team they could still be that like they could still be you know 16 and 1 15 and 2 like that that kind of makes sense um and like that's still like in in the range of outcomes for them so like which one is it this game honestly which would sound funny because they play other big games they play dallas this game might go a really long way to answering the question of like which one it is because like honestly i wouldn't be surprised if you got a, a an incredibly bad effort from them and this get a non-conference road game off the dallas game in terrible weather and by the way niners home road splits especially last year and then early and like just you know it hasn't really carried over to this year they haven't played that many games a little striking they are just an insanely good home team wouldn't be surprised if the Browns kind of got them here and it actually wouldn't change my opinion of how good I thought the Niners would be, but like, are they historically good or just really good? I feel like this game kind of like helps me answer that question. As of right now, before this game is played on Sunday in Cleveland, um, I'm guessing the answer is yes. And if it's yes, I want to know by how much are they rated as your best team in the league right now? And if so, by how much? Well, like I don't, I don't make the game this much. Like I, I make the game like three to three and a half is like my number for the game. And I, I have them almost certainly rated as the best. I'm trying to figure like, I, I don't have the teams right, in alphabetical number, order right now. They have to be the best. Uh, this number, right? I have, the I have like, yeah, I have like the chiefs, the dolphins, the bills, but that rating's going to change a little bit. Those are all like a slight step down from San Francisco, Philly, um, those are all like kind of in that range, but they're all pretty close. And the, yeah, the Niners are the best, but just like my, so it's to answer your question, like maybe Cleveland, but I, I wish there wasn't the quarterback uncertainty in the game. And I'm never going to know the answer before the game starts about what he is. And that pro that might make me just not bet the game from a side standpoint, like, man, what a perfect setup to bet a team like Cleveland in this situation. And that you just, I don't know if you can click the button because now we have the, all this murkiness about, about Watson's status. Just for bleeps and giggles, neutral field tomorrow or Sunday, whatever. Chiefs versus Niners, pick the winner of the game. Who oh. do you got? Oh, uh, I would, I would, I would pick the Chiefs to win. The, I would pick the Chiefs to win any game. Are you in any situation? Are, it, they have the best are, player. Are you, it, yeah. Is that starting to get a little tighter for you now with what we saw yesterday from San Francisco? Or are you still like very firm on Kansas City? I mean, like you know, put it this way: if they played like tomorrow with regular season stakes. I think the Niners would win if they play in February again, like they did a few years ago. And I, they like they have the best player of all time. I don't really care how good the other team is, if that's going to be true. Because in a single game situation, my guy is going to make a few plays that win the game against a team that's probably better than him. And oh, by the way, we saw that in the Super Bowl last year too, by the way. And we saw it against the Niners in that Super Bowl. It's like, cool, like you're better. He's the best player of all time. Like he wins. He wins when that happens and it just it would be a fascinating rematch to get like we we really have a chance this year of getting like a rematch of two different chiefs super bowls like you could get chiefs eagles or you could get chiefs niners again but like i don't know why you the niners look insanely good i don't know why you would bet against mahomes in a super bowl if you end up if they end up getting to the super bowl which means they beat miami and buffalo and baltimore or whatever like you're you're really going to show up and bet the other team again like really you're really going to do that like i just i don't know why you would do that maybe don't bet the game but i don't know why you would ever bet against them 
I know, I know you love your guy Baker Mayfield for the split second there. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, we'll get a Chiefs Super Bowl rematch, like Chiefs Bucks. Oh, yeah. Baker Mayfield's got a a very important game coming, which we'll get to eventually. The, just the last thing on the Niners. So yeah, like I, the setup is man, it's so good. Where I'd want to bet Cleveland may not bet it if we like really. It'll just depend on the Watson reports, right? Uh, the total's going to stay down because the weather's probably going to stay bad. That's like the market analysis. Just the last thing, just because like normally we do this Thursday, but this is like a huge thing today on every show is like Purdy for MVP. That's like being talked about everywhere. Yes, of course he can win. They have a chance to have a historically good regular season. Put it this way. He hasn't lost a game as a starter in the regular season. If that continues to the end of the season, I will guarantee you he will win most valuable player in that situation, obviously. Um, and Shanahan will win coach of the year, and maybe they get offensive player of the year too with McCaffrey. Like, they'll sweep awards if they if they even lose once all year. But, like, if you're showing up today because you see the discussions on Purdy to bet him, my advice would be never do it right now. And there's two reasons for that. One, you're betting someone the week after the pop. Like, you ideally want to bet someone, and then they take off, and the price drops, and you're in really good. That happened already. Like, now you need another one. That's tough. Like, DJ Khaled drop right there. And, uh, the you know, so it's like, all right, like, you, I never like to buy someone after the pop. That's, like, a terrible idea, usually, with any market. Like, we, we already saw him be awesome. Everybody already wrote that he's MVP. What is the likelihood you're making a valuable bet right now? Very small. And then the second part of this is, it is quite possible he is about to enter a game in which the projection for his performance will be the worst it will be in any game the entire season. Very low total. Excellent defense weather you want to bet him to win mvp going into are you nuts why would you bet him to win mvp going into this game they like they have the chance to score nothing and for him to have eight yards and it doesn't even mean he's bad it's just like it's a horrible setup you're gonna bet on him to do well in this environment that's a terrible bet the total's going down you want to bet him to be good that's like a terrible idea so yeah of course he could win if they don't lose he's gonna win and if they lose once he'll probably win and if they lose twice then it gets weird and if they lose three times then it's really open but like I don't know why now is the time to enter the market. Well, I'd like to register my opinion now that now that everyone thinks he's the MVP and he's about to play a weather game against a good defense, I'd like to click the button. One of the stupidest times to make a bet I could possibly imagine for anything, anything. You think the price is going to crash after this game? He's already like seven to one. What is Mahomes going to not exist? He plays Mahomes plays Denver on Thursday night. You think that's not going great? Like, just think about it. Tua has a fake game this weekend. You think these aren't going to go really well? So yeah, like everyone's talking about it. And sometimes I think when people are talking about something that will make you want to make a bet, right? Oh, everyone's saying MVP. I got to go bet MVP. Actually, the worst possible time to do it is right now. If you'll if you'll allow me to do my best uh, Susan Waldman impersonation. My goodness gracious, out of all the improbable things. I just love that, like a couple of years ago on the show, because our fifth football season doing you better, you bet. Like we were talking about like Brock Purdy and Iowa State and like, oh, it's Brock Tober. They're going to cover like the six against Texas Tech this weekend. And now the conversation is, can Brock Purdy like, like win MVP with the undefeated NFL team? Like how the hell do things like this happen? Like, oh my goodness Kyle gracious. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle That's Shanahan. Yeah. Uh, do you think Kyle Shanahan knew that Roger Clemens was going to be in George Steinbrenner's box or not? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty bad in big spots like that. We'll see. We'll see how this All year right. goes. You, All right. You better. You bet with Nick and Ken. Magnificent football Monday handicapping week six in the NFL. All right. You use the term 
and you're not wrong, fake game to describe Miami's game coming up this weekend against Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers. All, all the people that bet Carolina yesterday, how'd that go? With all the players out for Detroit, didn't matter at all. Carolina absolutely gets bulldozed in the game. Now, this number was 14, and then the HN news broke. And Ken, I think I'm right here on this, because I looked right before the show when it was 14. I think you have the board up in front of you, right? Like, this move, the move from 14 to 13 and a half was because of HN, right? Because of that news? It's it's kind of like 13.75 right now, which I don't think is a number I've ever said out loud on the show before. But, uh, but just... You might have got a little bump off the HN news. Yeah, it's, it's possible. You could have also just had people take, you know, 14 is a pretty key number in that range. Like take the 14 with Carolina and then, you know, see what happens later. I, I don't, I can't, I can't say for sure it was one or the other, but yes, HN may not play. And yes, there are now 13 and a half in some places. If you want to relate those two things, cool, but you're absolutely right that those two things happened. I, I'm about to galaxy brain the bleep out of this game with oh, Carolina no. and Miami. Oh, oh. And, and I think I'm way right, like way right on how this is going to play out. So we've been bagging on Bryce Young a lot, right? He's been brutal, been terrible. Like Stroud's been good and Richardson's been good and Bryce Young's been bad. Like maybe a franchise-killing mistake for Carolina to trade up to one to take Bryce Young. And they got demolished by Detroit yesterday. Detroit, uh, the, the cover was really like never, I guess was in doubt like a little bit early in the game and then Detroit just pulled away and it was never was never going to go Carolina's way. So cash your Detroit bets. Um, I will say, it's worth noting, Bryce Young was kind of slinging it in the second half yesterday against oh, Detroit. Oh boy. Now, they're, Ken, they're down and like they have to throw it and like maybe Detroit's not as aggressive as they would be defensively. Just, I don't think you can overstate how important that might be for the young man's confidence, for Bryce Young's confidence that he actually got like a half a football where he actually played really, really well. And the receivers are all healthy. And Thielen played well again, and I was way wrong on Adam Thielen. Now he's playing in the slot. It's going to extend his career a couple years. And Chark caught a touchdown. And Mingo's healthy off the concussion, and he's the most talented of the three. So, like, yeah, like, Miami's going to win the game. I'm not going to suggest that Carolina's going to upset them. Just that I I actually, I am upgrading Carolina's offense a little bit here. And they're starting to play Chuba Hubbard more than Miles Sanders. And Miles Sanders is garbage, and that's the right move. Uh, I like the over in this game, and I think the Panthers will fall inside the number and cover the spread. How's that for Galaxy Brain? Yeah, Carolina and the over on Sunday in Miami. Had this is like the least interesting game on the board by a country mile, and uh, and apparently <laughs> you like both things. Um, I can give you my thoughts more after the break. Uh, feels feels like Miami and the Giants with a, a couple of small tweaks from a market standpoint, but we can go over it a little bit more next week or in two we'll, seconds. We'll, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that later this hour. We'll talk more about the Dolphins and Panthers, the Jaguars and the Colts, the Saints and the Texans, and so much more. But coming up next, the Whale Capper Drew Dinsick, NBC Sports betting analyst, joins Nick and Ken talking Week Six and Monday Night Football tonight. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network.